it would be a weird wrinkle to tell a, a child mm-hmm. that this dog is now just spending its days having sex. It's like, mom, you could have just told me it was at a farm. <laughs> yeah. so weird. Right. Sex farm? A sex so, farm. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Dr. Lisa Lipman. I'm Richie Redding, and Lisa isn't wearing pants. <laughs> Listen to this sound, folks. No, yep, no. that's where pants go. What you just heard, that is a normal pants spot. But Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good sound. Uh, yeah, we're having pantsless fun, and we have our most wholesome guest. So wholesome. In a minute, uh, <laughs> let me do them their their proper justice and and give them a, a a real introduction. They are a mother and daughter duo. One of them is a super Christian mom. The other is a not as Christian comedian with a pit bull named Jolene. Together, they host a hilarious podcast about the always upbeat topic of terminal breast cancer. It's Claudia and Kate Nichols. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Hi! Thank you for having us. I'm Claudia, no na- no last name. Oh, she doesn't like to share a last name because she's afraid that people will look up the last name Nichols and see my old stand-up bits and then um, <laughs> cancel their insurance with her. That's right. <laughs> I'm worried about it. <laughs> well, my I am in a similar situation with a very Christian mom who has this sickness that wants to come to shows knowing she won't enjoy 90% (laughs) of it. She really won't. So the solution, I think it was like the third or fourth time I ever let her come to a show was that I was like, mom, you know, I don't want you to sit up front because like I'm going to see you and it's just going to make me so uncomfortable. She's like, well, I'll sit in the back. And it was it was the Philly's funniest contest at Helium, and mm-hmm. it's a packed house, and it's like the finals or whatever, and they don't have control over where you don't you know you don't have control over where you sit. So my mom just gets two menus and holds them up in her face. <laughs> so instead of the discomfort of having my mom in the audience, there's two enormous menus up like in the second row. And you know it's your and mom. Pe- yeah, and people are for sure just like, who is this lunatic <laughs> that's doing a terrible job of hiding? <laughs> I like that. Did she cut out little holes for her eyes or anything? I, so I, I think she made she like, she made peaks every once in a while in between <laughs> Like it. I do in horror movies. Movies. It's like, oh my god, I can't watch, but I have to watch yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I just told Kate if she, I would list the jokes I didn't want to hear, and I would sit up front, and if she would do them, I would cry. She would. It was, um, and then I'd have to incorporate her, and I'm like, this is my mother. She is crying. <laughs> it was a great shtick. I think that's sort of how we got um, our our start in entertaining together. That's what I was going to say. Well, that sounds like your your podcast, and I think we kind of glossed over the fact that Claudia, you are the one with stage for yes. breast cancer. And Kate, you are home with mom mm-hmm. and helping, you know, you've done a whole 
host of amazing things, including like food is medicine and starting this podcast, which has been a bucket list. Our favorite guest obviously was Dr. Lisa Lippman. That's right. right. (laughs) One of our best episodes of all time. That was a lot. We've had some wonderful people and it has helped me through this pandemic because, you know, my doctor said, you're either going to go to bed or you're just going to go, go, go. So I chose go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a lot of trips and visiting my kids and then the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I really give this a lot of credit for getting me through the pandemic. Yeah, she really jumped into her bucket list. And that was a lot of traveling, seeing the world, visiting me in L.A., my brother in New York. And I was working on podcasts in L.A. and uh, production. But when the pandemic hit, I knew my mom was living alone, couldn't go through it alone. I didn't want to be in my 600-square-foot apartment in right. <laughs> L.A. by myself. So moved back home and— and since she could not, she was just so frustrated. She could not do these travel, like these trips. She had to cancel like six trips that she had planned this year. So instead, I set up bucket list worthy interviews for her to do on this podcast. The podcast was actually her idea, but do you want to <laughs> tell them your original idea for the podcast? I wanted to blog about the movie Argo beating the movie <laughs> Lincoln for Best Picture in 2012. Now, Katie says that's not pop culture at this point, or it's not a time. Well, I was just like, what does season two look like to you? What what does episode two look like? So it would be just a a serial effort of that exact topic ad infinitum. (laughs) Yes. It'd be like, how did this get made? But just how did this win the Academy Award? And it'd be like, let's take us back to 1990. Have you seen the movies? We have yet to find anyone who... Except for me, who has seen these movies, this is not this is not a topic that has legs. Traction, <laughs> traction. This really is something special, and I, I don't want to glaze over it at all. That starting this has been part of your your fight song, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I have really enjoyed not only the podcast. I've loved every guest we've had. Almost all of them have been invited to the back porch. To have crabs with us, Richie. I don't know about you yet. We'll but see. Lisa was invited, <laughs> but Lisa is invited, and so I'm is Chloe. I already, yeah, and, I'm coming. Um, and I've enjoyed this time with Kate. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. And home is where it's at. We know, you know, because we talked a little bit about this on the podcast when my parents were on the vent, and Richie drove us 17 hours to Florida to be with them. We lived with them for like seven months, and uh, we are still in their house in New Jersey now. So, it's Richie, <laughs> you're my well, hero. The fact that you mm-hmm. drove down to Florida to help take care of her parents. And you were down there six months, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a nice yeah, small amazing. house with uh, both my parents. Yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, they're not quiet talkers. <laughs> we're not... None of us are quiet talkers, you know. Well, the, also, to clarify, the goal wasn't Richie was going to drive to Florida until we started driving. And Lisa's like, I can drive. Because she has this this stress vomit thing that we Aww. discovered. So she's well, like, no, like, I'll <laughs> do it. Like, I think I got this. Yeah. this Five-hour energy. So, you know, just in in terms of, of your project together, it really is. It, it's, it's beautiful and it's awesome. And, man, does somebody have to be... Such a butthole to turn you down. I mean, nobody's <laughs> turning down this interview. We only had one person t- turn us. Well, we have we've had two people. Well, who? No, no, we're not going to tell you. But what I say <laughs> is, oh, you're so Affleck. Christian. <laughs> if you turn us down, you're going to develop this itch. Uh huh. You know that uh, little itch yeah. where mm-hmm. you just didn't do something that. Yeah. So some some 
famous comedian na- uh, that's name rhymes with Snatton no, no, Smoswald. No, no. He's <laughs> got an itch. Smoswald? Yeah, but maybe even. he went through something terrible. Totally. So maybe- he was like, I don't want to, he has boundaries now. He's like, I don't want to have to deal with talking to this woman who's going to die. <laughs> well, but on the other hand, okay, I see your sick mom. I raise you dead wife. Exactly. Can't do it. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. You shouldn't have said that. Now I'm mad at her. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm grounded. <laughs> She's grounded. I don't like, think he's listening to the podcast. It gave no. lots of context, <laughs> Yeah, well, that and also I feel like if, if, if I could add something to your bucket list. Okay. Um, <laughs> that... I don't care how untalented, how untalented you are. If you went on America's Got Talent with this backstory, you're going to the finals. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Seriously. Whenever they whenever they roll the backstory before the guy comes out, you're like, oh, this dude's going all the way. We do have a good backstory. Uh-huh. I know. We need to start milking this. We need. To, she wants to go on uh, The Amazing Race together. Which, Not anymore. I don't have the energy, I don't think. I was going to say, I can't even get through like an airport terminal with you. <laughs> going through LaGuardia with you is like a <laughs> gosh darn nightmare. <laughs> I could push you. Okay. Can you yodel? Hmm, no. She, she can't. No. <laughs> but, I'm from West Virginia, but no, I cannot. I could try. <laughs> Wait, you really are my mom. Where I know, in West I told Virginia? You. Near Huntington. Do you know where Jolo is? No. It's, uh, uh, well, uh, more colloquially known as Groundhog Holler, West Virginia. <laughs> but oh. what, what's it near? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it closer to, uh, to, what, Ohio or Jolo. Kentucky? Jolo. <laughs> Jolo. You only live once. <laughs> <laughs> this is predominantly a podcast about dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes cats. But, uh, so, so tell us, did you grow up with dogs in West Virginia? Yes. I had, my first dog I remember was an American Bulldog. What was his name? His name was Cousin. Cousin. <laughs> cousin. Uh-huh. That's cousin. good. <laughs> and good. Uh, poor Cousin got into Uh-oh. a grass cutting accident and Ooh. his hind legs were cut off. Ooh, that's and my father had just passed away like a year before that. And my mom's like, I can't handle this. So the vet took Cousin and made him a little um, wheelchair. Little kind of yeah. wheelchair with mm-hmm. little wheels no, they on understand. it, and they, they cut understand. out that little area where the wee wee goes. Uh-huh. They and, <laughs> and he lived a wonderful life at the vets. He was wow. a stud dog. And then my second one wait. was Eeyore, and Eeyore was <laughs> wait, 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 a wait, wait, dachshund. Uh, uh, oh, wait, questions wait, wait. after he got into the wheelchair. That's when he started being a stud dog. Yes. Um. <laughs> Well, okay, first Lisa of all, would th- have to explain to us how that would work. I assume I'm they not, pick him up. I'm not sure I can. I don't know if I can. I mean, there's artificial insemination. Oh. But this was how many years ago also? Gosh, 55. Just the fact. 55. You were yeah. five years old, 55. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that, that somebody was making a, a canine wheelchair at the time in West Virginia. Was it a radio flyer? Was it just a wagon? <laughs> 
Did they put the back ass of them on a wagon? <laughs> it's like a board with some uh, wheels underneath it and a little cutout for his wee-wee. But other than that, that's all I know. Okay. This is the second time you've referenced this wee-wee. <laughs> um, if they had to cut out for it, it must have been considerable. Yep. <laughs> Probably. I don't remember. I was five. I think this whole thing's a lie that they told her um, that, you know, he got in the accident. And they're like, don't worry. He's got a wheelchair now and he's on a stud farm. I don't think you ever actually saw him again. That's I was going to ask that, but I, I didn't want to ruin the dream. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. But, <laughs> well, oh look, we've... We have had this. This might be the longest time that's lapsed between somebody's dog getting sent to the farm and when they realized it. Fifty-five but years. Fifty-five. It's hap- it, Yeah, this has happened a lot. But the reason that I think that it might be true is that nobody tells their kid that their dog got sent to a sex farm. That's different. That's a different wrinkle. You never met my nana. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that physically he could not have, uh, without legs, he couldn't have fathered children? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it would be a weird wrinkle to tell a, a child mm-hmm. that this dog is now just spending its days having sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I they don't even have anyone be- to yell at. My mom's been gone for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Mom, you could have just told me it was at a farm. <laughs> yeah. so what are you- <laughs> sex farm? A sex That's farm. So- <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. That's they cut a hole out but, for his wee-wee. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he he I- didn't have sex through the wee-wee hole, of course. What do you mean, of course? Are you sure, though? Did you have you seen it? Yeah, I don't. I'm just not sure about anything now. Oh. So yeah, so, I'm, I'm like, sad now. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm wondering how he could prevent be prevented from just scooting all over the place <laughs> once they start. Was there brakes on on the wheelchair that you remember? No, <laughs> we're just getting good at wheelchairs. I, d- I dogs, never so. saw the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia. So you don't even know if there was a hole for his wee-wee, she really. She doesn't know. <laughs> My older brother told me <laughs> there was a hole. And there's that a lot of hills in West Virginia. Thing. I don't know. Right, right. This Claudia, that, that dog died in that uh, lawnmower accident. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell no, you. they said this. the vet kept him. <laughs> they murdered that the dog. Oh, oh, the vet yeah, kept him. Yeah, the vet kept him in a, fr- oh. in a freezer. In a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> 55 <laughs> years later, we're just discovering. <laughs> oh, I thought he went. <laughs> thought he spent his days as a swinger, but it turns out my parents murdered him. You know, here I thought She's I was spiraling. bringing an interesting story. <laughs> you did. You did. Oh, well. Yeah. This is West wins. Virginia. <laughs> oh, let's get on to this next dog. Uh, yes. <laughs> What happened to Eeyore? <laughs> Where's he? Eeyore was a dachshund, a red dachshund, and Eeyore would have back issues, and he would pretend that he couldn't move, and we'd put him in the car, and then he'd get so excited because he left going to the vet. So <laughs> that was Eeyore. He had Munchausen's or whatever. I don't know what you would call that. But, <laughs> but one time he did have a slip disc. What, what do dachshunds get? They do yeah. have... Yeah, and yep, so slip, slip, I mean, it, it, intervertebral disc disease, but you can call it a slip disc. Okay. That works. All right. Mm-hmm. So that was Eeyore, but Eeyore lived a long time. I saw, I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> I dug his grave and put him in it. 
<laughs> little wiener dog cross. Uh, was he like an outdoor dachshund? He, yeah, mainly indoor, but yes, he would go outdoor as well. Yeah, because because they're actually tough little dogs. Uh-huh. Like, did he did he get after animals and stuff? No. We didn't have animals or anything like that. The only thing he would run into would be maybe another dog, um, but he wasn't a scrapper. So he lived. Okay. He must have lived 18 years. Is that possible? Whoa. Am I right on that? That is possible. I have seen dogs in their 20s, in like their early 20s. Okay. It's very, it's very uncommon, but it's possible. So those are my two dogs. <laughs> We're and not going to fight you on that one. I named Harvey mm-hmm. Wallbanger. And I don't remember what happened to Harvey. So at what point did you start angling for pets? Me? Okay, so I wanted pets. She she had a lot of um, unresolved trauma of pets in her past, (laughs) so she didn't really want us to have a lot of pets as kids because she had enough on her plate. So On account of all the manglings? A lot of manglings, (laughs) a lot of sex cults. Um, So... I don't think I want to be associated with sex cult, so. (laughs) (laughs) Neither did. I don't know. No, go ahead. Okay, so so my first dog was named Rascal. I named him after the Little Rascals. My dad had a hot dog stand in the mall in Ocean City on 84th Street. 92nd. 92nd Street, next to the Roses. Yeah, there was a road. The, I was about to say the roses yeah. was there. Yes, I heard and, you start to and say, and it's ninety four. It. Definitely, yeah. Get, yeah, roses is the the lousiest little uh, department store, but it's still kicking. It's right? still kicking. It's the only thing. The rest of the mall has been demolished, except for the roses. Like the roses is the only thing that still survives. We used to go there to to get our Easter grass every year. Our Easter basket stuff. We, uh, got we there. definitely got Easter basket stuff from there too. So we are maybe. Oh my god. <sighs> This is amazing. You guys might be related. <laughs> We're so connected. <laughs> Are you guys family? <laughs> we could be related. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, West Virginia, the mullet. I had a mullet at one point. Right. Um, <laughs> Word. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> yes, she I, didn't. In high school, I got a mullet. I thought I was really cool. Hot. Um, Hot. So there was a dog store. There was a pet store in that mall where my dad had his hot dog stand. And he was working one, late one night. And my brother and I kept annoying him. So he was like, go over and pick out a dog. <laughs> <laughs> And so then when my mom came to pick us up, we just had a dog. And it was supposed <laughs> to be a schnauzer, but it was not. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a full, they said it was like a full bred, like schnauzer terrier or something. And uh, it was not. And Rascal was wild. We never really trained him. Uh, we lived in rural Maryland and he would just go out and run and play. And then one day he just didn't return. So oh. that was devastating. <laughs> well, here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, went the to a farm. <laughs> I've been pressing her on this recently because I knew I knew that the, the story about um, cousin was bullshit. No. And I've, I've thought my entire life, like, they've lied to me about <laughs> Rascal disappearing. They just hated having a dog and they, like, no, gave him away no, or something. No. Okay, so she's told me recently the truth. Well, spill. Rascal, we lived near a golf course. And mm-hmm. Rascal would go and th- jump up on the, the what are they called? Golf mobiles. Golf and mobiles. they golf would carts. share their breakfast <laughs> with <laughs> him. <laughs> and he loved it. And we think that one day maybe somebody thought he didn't have parents, even though he had a um, dog collar. And you told me he didn't. He ran off without his collar that time. Oh, he did? Okay. Mm-hmm. So most likely he <laughs> ran off without his collar and we think somebody I'm almost positive one of those golfers picked him up well she told me the real story was that we were running late to a funeral out of town and um, he ran out of the house and my parents are just like whatever no <laughs> 
No. <laughs> we ask all the neighbors to look out for him. You are throwing me under the, the dog bus. <laughs> you have dog a, you bus. became a great dog grandmother. You were not a great dog owner. No, I was too busy with kids and mm-hmm. I, they would pee everywhere. I had a hard time with it, but I didn't want I wanted to keep him. <laughs> so I didn't have my I wasn't um I didn't kind of really grow up consistently with a dog, but I had got my Jolene four years coming up on four years ago. And that's oh, so completely that changed story. my life. And I love her. Mm-hmm. Aww. So, yeah. So, tell us how you got jo- Jolene. 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 So, okay. No, please I was, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was home. It was right after my mom. My mom was diagnosed, and I came home um, four years ago to get to get her through her first year of surgeries and everything. It just, her diagnosis kept being worse and worse and worse than we thought. I thought I'd be able to head back to LA in like a month and then two months and then three months. They're like, nope, it's actually stage four. We're in for a whole, a whole uh, bag of tricks. (laughs) (laughs) And that, and that was how long ago, Kate? Uh, Four years ago, Mm -hmm. right? That was four years ago. I'm doing pretty well, right? mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So, Great. She, yeah, she had her double mastectomy four years ago. Um, and then in that, I had a nice rack, too. I just she really did. <laughs> My dad was an artist, and I found a painting he did of her breasts uh, when we were cleaning out his oh, stuff after nice. he passed away. That was <laughs> wonderful to see. You can send that over. <laughs> you, Richie, Richie will be the judge. Of that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll email it over to you. <laughs> so I was going through like intense, like stress, anxiety, depression, and my dad passed away at the end of that year of um, her first year of breast cancer. So it just was like this, like one-two punch, and I started to experience like really um, crippling anxiety. Uh, and so my doctor said, "Why don't you get a therapy dog, a companion dog?" Um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of great organizations that train these dogs. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. I like sat on that for the weekend. And then the, on that like Sunday, I just went to the vet. I went to the pound, not the vet. I went to the uh, Humane Society and uh, met the scrappiest, most insane pit bull in the world. And I was like, that's my therapy dog. <laughs> that that's how I feel inside. <laughs> she was completely feral. Uh, she like <laughs> knocked me to the ground the minute she met me and then just like was sprinting everywhere. And her pupils were like the size of saucers. Just like, ah! <laughs> so she was very hyperactive, but so, so sweet. And I just fell in love with her. And as soon as I saw her, I was just like, that's Jolene. Cause she has like a little bit of like red in her head. And she's got uh, like the emerald green eyes. And I was just like, oh, that's Jolene. And so that's, that's love talking. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody else loved this dog. Like everyone was like, this dog is insane. Absolutely psychotic. Um, and I was like, no, 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 I can, I can fix her. <laughs> so instead of having a therapy dog, I got a project uh, mm-hmm. and it, the outcome was the same. <laughs> you know, Good. Dr. Yeah. Lisa, she humped for an entire year. No, I, what was that about? Is that a com- <laughs> a comfort thing? We're talking about Kate. <laughs> Did you say hump? Now we're trying to that cure her. That was true too. <laughs> Since she's been home, that's actually so. <laughs> that actually goes along kind of with like anxiety or just a lot of energy, pent up energy. It's really not sexual for most dogs. Um, it's actually it's like an awkward way to say hello. It's like they don't know what else to do with themselves, <laughs> and so they're really awkward, and they're just like awkwardly being like, hey, I'm here. And that's- Anxious that's, twerking. Yeah, it's like anxious twerking. They just don't know what else to do 
with themselves. And that <laughs> behavior stopped because you said she used to. Yes. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so maybe, you know, as she's calmed down mm-hmm. and gotten more comfortable and you've done work or maybe training with her. Yes. Um, then, <laughs> good. Then, All of uh, that. All then, of that. Yeah. She did flunk the... Um, yeah, so I tried to put her into... Um, into the like training school for a therapy dog, and she flunked out. So, <laughs> how uh, how far in did she get? Um, she made an inf- like I think like a full two weeks before they were like, "This is not gonna, this is not gonna work." She does not have. She has to run up and say hi to every single dog, every creature, every person. She's not gonna <laughs> be able to just like sit on an airplane and chill. Yeah, but from feral <laughs> to actually lasting for two weeks is kind of kind uh, of amazing. You know. Thank yeah, you. See, you good for her. No, I think you've done a great job with her. <laughs> and do you love having her? So now she's home with you, right, Claudia? So oh, I love. How her. do we feel about that? She spoils her completely rotten. Yeah. She'll like feed her off of her plate. It's so bad. Tip of your cooking. Yeah, my cooking. So you cook it, it, and then your mom, and then Claudia feeds it to her. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> anymore because she got a little obnoxious about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I well I have a totally off topic question for you Claudia. How has this changed you? You're you're obviously just such a beam of sunshine that we've seen from us now. And you know, um, I decided I wasn't going to allow myself to put up with certain things anymore because you start feeling like, hey, you realize I have limited number of days on this earth. I'm not gonna spend them with things that don't serve me. And I decided to concentrate on those things that make me happy, my family happy, um, you know, God, kids, and then travel and friends. I, that was what I decided was going to make me a happier person. But, yeah, you, you got to— I can say how I've seen you change as Uh-oh. well. I, she's become—you become more patient and open-minded— Yes. Um, she used to have very little tolerance for uh, people who didn't, um, like, think the same as her. And now she's, like, very empathetic and open-minded and much more adventurous. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, and with Jolene, too. I think before your diagnosis, you would have just had no time for this psychotic dog. But now you will actually stop and smell the roses <laughs> and snuggle <laughs> with her. And have you gotten a medical marijuana prescription? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what she did to me during oh. during Mama Mia two? She gave me. I dosed her. She took the one that was meant for me and gave me so her she, dose. She was out with me in L.A. and I went to the dispensary and I was t- like hyping her the whole time, being like, "There's different strands. Like it's not like when you were in Myrtle Beach in college. Like you're not gonna have an anxiety attack. There's a lot of different like cool strands. I'll get you something very CBD heavy, just a little edible." Um, I accidentally switched them and I took the light CBD heavy one and she took like the <laughs> the trippy trippy uh, indica like mind fuck one. Sorry. Right. Dollar to the swear jar. How <laughs> many milligrams are we talking about? Well, let me just say that It was over 10, I think. <laughs> I would have gotten up and walked out of that movie, but I couldn't. Yes, yeah, so we were seeing I Mama Mia like- 2 in the theaters, <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. This is hilarious. And she won't move and can hardly breathe, and she's in the recliner just like a hot dog. <laughs> I thought we were going to have to call the EMTs to come get the old lady that had 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's made me hesitant. <laughs> it couldn't be any more perfect that you were watching Mama Mia. Oh, God, it was also awful. like <laughs> when we were leaving. She's like, "Did Cher really show up at the end?" <laughs> <laughs> so, Claudia, is there anything still on your bucket list? Anything? Yes. Uh, anything we or maybe somebody in our audience can help you accomplish? Ooh, I want to milk a cow. <laughs> I think that is a great thing to have on your bucket list. I rarely get excited. You can hear me get excited here. And let me tell you, it's fun. It's fun. It takes some skill. Um, cows smell really good. Farms <laughs> smell really good. So I would love to get, I, I'm, I can help you accomplish this. Let's I know do it. Veterinarians, make this sure, is going to happen. Make sure it's a girl cow. <laughs> <laughs> so helpful. Yeah. Uh, can you can you travel, Claudia? Uh-huh. Can, can you travel far? I've like, had my vaccine. She's fully vaccinated, and I'll be fully vaccinated in a week. All and right. we'll probably talk Good. about right. it on the podcast if we ever do it. So I still have a lot of things on the list. I'm not finished. I'm not dying from cancer. I am living with cancer. Ooh. Oh, cool. We like go. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else on the list, though? I love it. She wants me to have a baby. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I no told pressure. her that's not fair. And my son. I want everybody to <laughs> no have pressure. a baby. Do you know where those things come from? Not together. <laughs> I know I'm from West Virginia, but not together. <laughs> I'm sure I could buy one. I know. Oh, wait. We also talked about Kate. She wanted you to to graduate, right? Oh, yeah. She Uh wants me to graduate. I think (laughs) maybe if the podcast becomes popular, I can get an honorary doctorate from the University of Phoenix. No. (laughs) Betty White did it. At my vet school, gave Betty White an an honorary DVM. So Okay. So our our, our listeners know they're expecting it. We have prepared for you a personality test, Cosmo style, (laughs) to better get to know your beloved Julian. If you would, please answer these questions. On a scale from 1 to 10, this is the Kinsey scale, 1 being the gayest, 10 being the straightest. Where would you place Jolene? She's bi. She's definitely bi. I think she would wear Birkenstocks and flannel shirts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I always said that Kristen Stewart would play her in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. So give me the um, number that, that, that goes to. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a solid five. Okay, solid five. Well, well leaning towards a four. If yeah. We're, we're in Birkenstock territory. If one is the gayest, uh, yeah. How manipulative is she, one to ten? Ten. 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 Yeah. Show your math, please. Um, so she will, she's really good at manipulating my mom, mm-hmm. mostly. She just will, uh, she doesn't lay with my mom at all until my mom's eating, and then she lays and just gives her the biggest saddest eyes and just goes, hmm, um, so she's really good at whining, crying. Uh, if she, I don't want her to say hi to somebody on the street, she'll just lay down until I have to let her say hi to them on the street. Um, <laughs> well, how else does she manipulate? She gets up at exactly between 8.30 and 9 o'clock, and she barks at Kate, and that means I'm ready to go up to bed. We're going to bed now, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> at 8.30 and so, or 9? Yes. And the, so now, like last night, I was staying up too late, and then at one thirty in the morning, she was like, I mean it now. So I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> Turned off the TV. <laughs> <laughs> you have sorry. a nanny. Mm-hmm. Built-in nanny. Built-in nanny. Fran Drescher. They did used to call pit bulls That's the nanny. Right. Yes, they did. I, I believe mm-hmm. you taught me that, dear. Stamina. How is her stamina? I feel like it has to be high. Could she pass the president's fitness test? With honors. Absolutely. I have to give her about two hours of exercise a day for her to like uh, chill at all. I go to the park with her for like an hour and a half and then we do like a half hour something else like walk or bike ride or something after that. So I don't think Kate could have a nine to five job. No. 
Jolene requires a lot of time. (laughs) (laughs) Problem-solving skills. Mm, Well, that goes back to the manipulation uh, because she's very good at manipulating others into... So, like, if a ball gets stuck under something, she won't stop barking and bothering us until we get on our hands and knees. And oh, we're familiar with that. Mm-hmm, and <laughs> remove it. So, I'd say I'd give her an uh, an eight in problem solving skills. Final question in the category: Street smarts. Hmm. Oh, a ten. Mm-hmm. She was. I think. She came from a baby-making farm. She did not come from a baby-making farm. I think she did. <laughs> she did not. She, Always with it's the because, sex so my mom has <laughs> my, mom, my dog has alopecia, and she has nipples because dogs have nipples. She has 47 of them. She has 11 nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom thinks because she has nipples, she's had babies. And she does have a sort of a, instead of like an innie, she has like sort of an Audi vagina because they said that because of stress, she would overly lick and tug on it. So... She's got a, you know, a little uh, octopus's beak back there. So my mom thinks that she had a lot (laughs) of babies. She actually was from an area where there was dogfighting going on, and she was found abandoned in Virginia near where they broke up a dogfighting ring. So that's more of her background. She can be a little too scrappy. Like, I'd say she has a lot of street smarts, except for she always assumes that every other dog, like, wants to rumble. So the other dog has to be a saint, for, for something not to happen. Like, oh. if another dog barks at her, she's like, oh, you want to go? <laughs> oh. so. I have a question. Wow. May I ask Dr. Lisa a question? Anything, anytime. She is leash aggressive. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when Kate goes away, I always keep her on a leash because she wants to find Kate. So I'm afraid that she'll just run off. And if mm-hmm. there another dog is coming up on a leash, she literally acts like she wants to kill it. She also yeah. does not think that my mom is her alpha at all. So she <clears throat> thinks that she needs to, like, protect my mom. Is that what it is, you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she's, per- I think you're definitely her territory for sure. So I think she's definitely can be very protective of you. The leash aggression is really a crazy phenomenon. There are dogs who are really highly aggressive on leash and not at all off leash. Mm-hmm. It's something about being held back and, you know, being not able to like express your true self, I think. Um, but yeah, she definitely could be. It I sounds hope, like a very hippie. I hope you have her on a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I I channeled a little, but I do you have her on a harness? No, her dog trainer said not to do the harness because it encourages the pulling. So, uh, but I mean, you probably would need a harness with her. She's not as bad with me, and um, because she knows that I'm her alpha, so she doesn't like lunge at the other dogs. But off, like you said, awfully, she's a dream. Like she's not yeah. not a problem with other dogs. Then I need a harness. Would, would I have an easier time? For sure. So the harness that clips. Let me just demonstrate on Richie Ooh. here. So like the Iditarod dogs <laughs> with. Well, okay. So if I if I push him, his instinct normally would be to put like a normal person it would be to push back on me, mm-hmm. right? I push you, you push back on me. If you clip a harness to a dog's back, their instinct is going to be to pull forward. So you want you're pulling against your you know, that's your instinct. If you have a D ring that clips in front, 
and you try to pull forward, you're automatically going to be stopped. And it's their instinct to stop. There's also D-rings that will like pull their legs together a little bit so that Mm -hmm. you can't. So I would recommend either the easy walk harness or the freedom harness that have D-rings in front. So you, I'll, I'll text this to you, (laughs) but you, but you, you have the D-ring, you know, uh, in front so that they they can't they literally cannot pull you and it makes a significant difference or or a halty where you put them you know they they don't act as muzzles um, but it may help so if you have control of her head that's going to be everything but a lot of dogs really resent that mm-hmm. um, so you may have a hard time even getting her to walk with that <laughs> you could try it though if you've not tried it I would a thousand percent try the halty or the 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 D ring in front it makes a significant difference does the halty help with barking too no it really doesn't act to close their mouth at all. I mean, there's this theory, right? If you put like a little bit of pressure on their nose, it's sort of like a sub, like conjures them into like sort of submissive behavior. But I, I don't, I mean, it, it might a little because it might distract her because they some dogs just find it so annoying. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't doesn't hurt to try, but it, like I said, it doesn't act like a muzzle at all. She fully still can bite or get that off. So, um, but you have really significantly better control of her. Oh, thank um, you. I, yeah, I, I don't want to see you walking her on a collar or a D-ring on the back. She'll just I mean, take you for a ride. It sounds to me like when she wants to murder one of these dogs, she you just have mur- to let her off the leash. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, drop the leash then, Mom. <laughs> let her go. Problem solved. No, it's the leash. It's the leash. <laughs> the leash. There is. There's leash aggression. There's cage aggression. Uh-huh. So dogs that we put in, in kennels, like at the hospital, we go to get them and they're vicious because they don't want to be reached for mm-hmm. in cornered in a cage. But we get them out and they're a dream. Sort of. <laughs> it's yeah, funny so. too, because if she's off leash and encounters a dog on leash, she gives them like a lot of respect and space because she's like, Oh, you poor bastard. Like I know how much that sucks. That's two dollars <laughs> to the swear jar. <laughs> <laughs> wait, the wait, you're telling me that Bastard and the F-bomb cost you the same amount? Yes. Yeah. And bullshit costs $2. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, it's my rules. And she told me that I said vagina, and she said that's a swear word, and I said that's a science word. Yeah, that's but medical it's term. the way she said it. My mom, <laughs> my mom when, I, <laughs> when, when I was a kid, my mom used to uh, call any cursing bathroom talk. <laughs> That's bathroom talk. It's bathroom talk. So when you would yeah. go into the bathroom, would you be? Would you just like swear up a storm? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but who does number two work for? For, 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 the, for the cost of these things, I mean, you should be dropping more f bombs. I think so uh, too. I mean, yeah, that's just my. And input. the money goes towards charity, so I'd really feel like she is um, encouraging encouraging you. me to to curse. If you guys want to drop some <laughs> and donate to the swear jar. It's for I mean, women supporting women. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we we do have to close this episode shortly. We're we're going to to take you out with the quiz. <laughs> you guys have been so awesome to talk to, Aww. and um, I, I respect so much what you're doing for your mom and your family. And yeah, Kate, sh- you're like, my hero. Showing uh, up we, counts, yeah, and it counts for a you. lot. Yeah. And um, and it's it's yeah. it's really touching to see. And Claudia, they, they said you are a beam of light. Aww. And this is this has been this has been really moving. And can can't thank you enough for for joining us. That made my day. Oh well, we just want to thank you for having us on. It means so much. We just fell madly in love with Lisa. And then yes, you, we once we started doing the research to interview Lisa, started listening to the podcast. We think what you all are doing is hilarious and wonderful. And we just are honored to be on it. That's thank right. You. That's right. But you love me more. I, I do. I do. And okay. I still I okay. still think you're. 
funnier. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, to our editor, Jordan, um, when you hear 10,000 clicks of a pen during this that you'll have to cut out, remember the poor lady has cancer. So. <laughs> Okay, so we have we are changing our format from our typical multiple choice to an open-ended, more of an essay. This is this is advanced, okay. all right? This is the AP <laughs> SATs here, SAT twos. You know what it is? It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Question one: What do you think Jolene dreams about? She definitely does a lo- has a lot of action dreams because uh, she's always running and um, over a car, hmm? <laughs> running over a car, running over a car. <laughs> so running, chasing, digging. Okay, oh, I like that. So that was succinct. <laughs> running, chasing, digging. Go next. next. Simple. That's the <laughs> yeah. big three. Yeah. Uh, I think we already know the answer to this one. But what has your dog trained you to do? Mm, take better care of myself. Uh, like. Going on multiple walks a day, that's lovely. Why wasn't I doing that before? Yeah. Why wasn't I, like, getting right. out into the sunshine um, and making sure that I was taking good enough care of myself so I can wake up early for her little ass to go out and pee and poop and whatever? I think you owe $3. That was $3. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia, put, <laughs> Claudia put up the three. <laughs> she was counting. I didn't want to interrupt her. <laughs> wow, you're growing. That was, that was, <laughs> a, that was a, 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 a P and a P. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also not forget, get balls out from underneath chairs. <laughs> okay. Okay. And to go to bed. I thought for a second that she owed you a dollar, Claudia, because get balls out was not. <laughs> I really no, took I a second but to figure yeah. out what you meant by get balls out from under chairs. I was thinking of like sort of a okay. health. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I think I think they're two for two right now. Yeah, you're two the, for two. I mean, yeah. The grading curve is different on this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's that. a cancer yeah. curve. However, <laughs> it's a yeah. cancer curve. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were gonna win. Yeah. Question number three: If you came home to three Jolines, two of them being clones, <laughs> how would you know who the real Jolene was? Okay, I would know because. She always, she has one favorite sweater, and she also, when I say goodbye, Jolene, she always reacts and like sprints towards me. So, uh, <laughs> is that good? That's not a good enough answer, is it? If you have a clone, they won't have that blue little mark on your area that says you've been fixed, right? Oh, whoa! Oh, that's oh, very okay, smart. That's still her yeah. answer. The little blue the, tattoo on your area. The tattoo, <laughs> yeah. and you called it her the area. area. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Her girl, her girl parts. <laughs> That's uh, a, 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 a drug addict recovery thing is that I've got problems in areas that I never used to have areas, and you just <laughs> totally changed that for me now. It's, you got problems with your areas, do you, Richie? <laughs> yeah. I never even used to have that area. <laughs> but uh, you guys were absolutely fantastic. Aww. This really made my day. This was touching. And you definitely... And- 
Deserve dogs. Yay. 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 There we go. You did it. Uh, tell people where they can find your podcast, where they can find you. I don't all know. The things. <laughs> okay, I'll take this one over. She already is like leaving. <laughs> so we're on Instagram at the stage for clingers. Um, we're on Twitter, clinger stage four. And you can find me at Kate Nichols, two L's, two Z's. Um, I would not recommend you try to find my mom on any mm. social media. There's nothing to find. <laughs> I have a, I have a highlight Perfect. on my stories, the Claudia highlight where I give you updates on Claudia. <laughs> can we post her bucket list and see how we can get people in on this? Oh. That's a great idea. We'll work on that next week. Okay. That's a good Rude. idea. Thank you. Yeah. I'm all about this. Cow milking for all. Not for all, just for Claudia. You guys were fantastic. Thank I just, you. They, 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 love this, love this, love we this. We love your podcast. We love you. Okay. You're Bye. invited Bye. to the back porch, Richie. Oh, congratulations. We're coming for crab. <laughs> I love crab. I love crab. No, no wait. And no. cows. She likes king claw, like king crab claw legs. The most expensive legs. one on the menu. She doesn't know yeah. the, 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 the Maryland br- blue crab. I love them We too. will have she to doesn't... teach her. That's right. You'll we'll see yes. you soon. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. See you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.